Hello, all. This is Blonde Haired Girl. Yesterday, I had this thing go down. And I guess I feel pretty comfortable talking about this because um, the people that I'm referring to do not have anything to do whatsoever with my content or, or actually with who I really am, for that matter. But some people in my, in my, sort of in my circle, um, have for years, I've had an on-again, on-again, off-again type of relationship with them. And mostly on, and it's mostly off, and it's mostly been because of me. And I will admit that. And the reason why is because they're very, very extremely dogmatic Christians that have become very militant in their beliefs and they are extremely in the support of Donald Trump in particular, but also that liberal people are not Christian and they're terrible people. (laughs) Um, and so I had really been on the out of with them for years, but then something had happened and I was back on for a pretty brief amount of time before somebody in their circle put a post on social media that was very anti-gay, lesbian, um, trans, by based on people's sexuality. They it they were just it was a pretty scathing hateful, really bad post about trans gay people, and and I just couldn't, I just couldn't continue with the facade that I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with that, and I can't wrap my brain around it in a sense that I don't understand, like, would Jesus ever do that? Would Jesus ever really say that? But it seems that Christianity has really gone off its rocker. (laughs) I mean, it is so far, in my opinion, from, or maybe it is exactly what it's meant to be, and and I want nothing to do with it. And so what ended up happening recently was that I had I had heard something from the rumor mill <laughs> that somebody in that circle was actually in the hospital. And so I sent just a little text message saying that you know, I hope that they're okay. And I'm just sending, you know, good wishes or whatever. And, and, and then there were a few texts that were decent that were sent back and forth between, between myself and this person. And then yesterday I got a doozy. I got a doozy of a text from this person stating that 
I have been mistreating them and that I'm not going to be in their life unless I apologize and change my behavior and um, and drawing their own boundary. As I was thinking about recently this morning, I because I've been drawing boundaries. I really have been. I I I just couldn't do it this time. I just couldn't. And and there was no point in me even saying anything about it, why I disappeared again. There was no point. There's no point in me even having a discussion about it because nothing's nothing good could ever come from it except for just arguments and, and just ugliness. And so I, I really, I just let this person go in peace, go. I, I, So the bigger picture is, is that this is a real issue in the United States right now. And it could be even more so. Like I was listening to a little bit of Vladimir Putin's speech, just a little bit, just a little blurb, just enough to hear about his supposed traditional family values. Um, anti-gay rhetoric. Um, <clears throat> I had happened to know for years that in a place, I guess, Chechnya, I, don't, I can't say it properly, they have these camp, these camps that they put gay people in. And then they have family members come and throw them out windows in honor killings. Family members go and Killed the uncle goes and kills the child, the person. <clears throat> and and so it's not just the United States, but the the United States preoccupation with Russia is really mind blowing to me. Um, and I think it's because he is spewing this rhetoric. Um. I was reminded of of a lot of things um, watching just a tiny blurb of Rachel Maddow yesterday as well. I, I was watching this um, <clears throat> about the installation of a president in um, the Ukraine. Okay, so... It wasn't by happenstance that the, the former president of Ukraine... What he was installed by Russia, and at the time the they were they were trying to get to join with the European Union. The Ukrainian people wanted to to join alliance with Europe and not with with Russia, but since they had a Russian agent as their president who had been installed installed by the president and they <clears throat> he he at the at the eleventh hour he said no, and the people took to the streets. I guess this was in I don't know what two thousand fourteen or something like this, <clears throat> and they took to the street for days, and then Putin 
said, you got to put it into this. So they brought in the troops and they, they killed over a hundred of their own people who had been protesting in the streets who wanted to join the European Union. So what ended up happening was, is that that president just fled. He's fled the country. He just disappeared. <clears throat> well, the person who had helped him supposedly get elected or whatever had, had fled as well. And he came back to the United States and he got to work on the Trump, the Trump campaign and was in his campaign you know, troop or whatever you would call him in what is seemingly the installation of Donald Trump, which it seems very apparent. <clears throat> but it's also an ideology that these people are fighting for. It is a religious ideology. It is a Christocracy. They are looking for the Bible to be the law of the land. And to rid this country of diversity. They don't really want diversity, especially religious diversity. And, and so I've been pretty concerned about this. I've been watching all of this since... 2016. I've been keeping a very close eye on, on, on what has been happening. But it is, it, I, so I had made somewhat of a mistake in watching this certain movie. I'm not even going to share what it is because I just, it's not a movie that I would recommend to anyone. And I, I kind of suffered through it and I had to, I had to go forward, fast forward on some of it because I couldn't tolerate it. Um, but most of the movie was just really hideous, but it was on, it was really on this subject. And what it reminded me of was the insurrection was July, I had January 6th of 2000. 21. I don't think that people understand the quite the implications of that of what went down with Donald Trump. He 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 got this all all orchestrated. And and these people came with weapons. And they actually erected a noose. And they stormed the Capitol with the help of, of politicians and guards, certain guards at the, the Capitol. And they planned, I guess, a coup of of the United States government. <clears throat> All in the name of what they would call patriotism. These people 
are in these these militias and and Trump was always talking about that when he was president about these militias that you know and and it is so it is so much worse than i think that we could can can conjure up because we're just living our life we're just living our life our our best life and trying to you know just get by in this economy where the groceries are just over the top um i just came from france when i got a bagel i mean a a croissant and a coffee it was five dollars here it's ten um I mean, inflation has just, it really is just challenging to feed our families. And and we got a lot of weird stuff going on here. Like yesterday, I heard that there were three pipelines that are on fire, two in Texas and one in Michigan. We had the, the oil, the, that spill in, in Ohio, which is very, very strange. It almost appears to be purposeful. Then we have other derailments going on. We Something is going on in this country. You know, some people are saying a full-on war, but it's like, I, I just don't even know. Like, what, is it another country? Is it like a, a, a civil war? Like, like, is it, is it the, corporate America against just the common man? There's just questions that I'm asking myself. And I, I had this, this really crazy thought about the fact that I, I've always been just a little bit suspicious. Honestly, I mean, it's like, I've never fully trusted the United States government, no matter who was in charge. And for for as long as I can remember, I've been very, you know, just paying attention, but I trust this person more than I do that person. Um, Although I think that there it's, it's all just kind of a circus and, and that has gotten much worse in the last, you know, six years seven years now, um, where I, I trust the government even less, no matter, I don't care who's in charge. Um, but I've been starting to wonder, like some people, (coughs) excuse me, some people believe that the whole system, the whole, everything is actually rigged. It is like truly rigged. And and it almost, I'm almost starting to believe that as almost a fact. Even though I believe that there are higher powers at B where, where it's actually rigged, but it's rigged in like other ways. Like, so it's doubly rigged. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. But like, it's even rigged on this plane, on this realm, in this quote-unquote collective reality called the United States in 2023. I'm starting to believe that, that 
that absolutely nothing, nothing is as we think it is. Nothing. Everything is just, I, I don't know. And it, and it certainly seems like it all, our systems are all, are all just kind of slanted and weird. Like, you know, it's like against certain types of people. But even, even those people that are doing better than other people are not doing as well as the very, very, very small amount of people in the U.S. who are making, who are taking, because I don't believe there's a pie. There's pretty obviously not a pie. There's not a pie. So there's like just more and more and more and more and more and more to be had. Just this like weird consumption of seems like no end to monetary gain. And then the rest of us are not really sure exactly how to how to have that monetary aspect and partly because money isn't our focus. I mean it's not that I that it's not that a lot of people they don't like money but it's not their focus. Their focus is on their children and their pets and their home and their friends and their community and you know and living their life. <clears throat> and so and so but what I am more concerned about is this weaponization of the Bible and the weaponization of the United States government toward a Christian ideology that has no tolerance for anything or anyone that is not in what they believe to be the the truth was not in their truth and so it's the strangest thing to me how emboldened people are getting and and not even like there's no niceties anymore there isn't even this like polite respect they're just more emboldened like and and i'm astonished that these politicians that were that were part of of this this in, in insurrection this coup try attempt coup attempt of our the united states government and who are continuing to spew all kinds of like truly anti-democratic and anti, like, I, I just, honestly, I cannot believe they are allowed to be in office. 
I can't believe that Donald Trump would ever be allowed to even run for office after what he did. I mean, if you're just to even look at what happened in Georgia. In Georgia, he was obsessed with Georgia for some reason. And so his little minions went and they tried to conjure up. They tried to have, have I'm, I'm guessing the, the governor of Georgia conjure up enough votes to swing that state for him. The reason why he's so obsessed with cheating is because he cheats. And he lies. This last, this last complete circus was completely unbelievable to me. So when the derailment happened in I, Ohio, Biden got with the governor and the governor did not call him back. It is my belief, and I don't know if this is true or not, that that man thinks that Donald Trump is president. He's one of them that doesn't believe that the Biden is the president. And so, and so he didn't even call him back. Then the next thing you know, Trump is coming in. And he's, and he's giving them, you know, water. His bottled water from his hotel with his name on it. And making it look to the people of Ohio what they all just believe, and that is that Donald Trump is president. And it is it is astounding to me the the level of of brainwashing that has taken place, and 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 it's degraded to this level, to to being militant to being willing to get an a, AR-40, whatever they're called, and go to the Capitol and act like patriots, use the American flag. They wiped fecal matter on the walls of the Capitol. And so, and so, I sit here as somebody who, who, I guess, I guess in some ways, um, I'm some kind of like a shifter of, of, I don't know what, where I can be in these realms of like, maybe all of us are like this. I'm just talking about my experience. Where I can be in realms of of elation and and nirvana, and then I I just sort of come down to to the this this reality that is just so I just can't believe in some ways that we've gotten here. It's just, it's just turmoil. I mean, like truly, and and the meanness and the emboldenedness 
that some of these politicians, and I'm not using them by name, but they're so emboldened to talk so absurdly. And the fact that they are elected just blows my mind and that they have a following. I'm, I'm very concerned about Ron DeSantis because I feel like he is just the poster child and he and, and Donald Trump are going to battle it out like a couple of Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Ron DeSantis is is dismantling the education system in Florida. He he has this, you know, don't say gay. He is, and I'm not sure about all that he's doing, but he he his government went in and took over a university recently. And got rid of all diversity. He, I mean, if you look at what he's doing, he's banning books from schools. He's doing a lot of, of things that indicate what I'm talking about into this supposed Christian values. And so I, I asked myself, what, what do I do? I, I have been feeling incredibly weird since I've been back from France. And honestly, I've been trying to figure out that trip just to, just to figure out that trip. And I think one of the things that was just so hard for me in that trip was that I like to think of of Europe as being, I just kind of call it more evolved. I do. I like to think of of that they've been here longer and they're just kind of our big sisters and brothers, you know. I just, uncle, you know, they're just more evolved, smarter. They've been around longer. They're better on the environment. They're, you know... But I found a, a, a sternness and, and a, a, I, I can't say it was like a, a mean spirit, but it was a, it wasn't a friendly spirit. I wouldn't, I don't even know if, if it's like a kind spirit, but it certainly wasn't friendly. Um, there were people that I talked to that were friendly. Um, and as time went on with some of the people that served me, they were friendlier. I mean, it, it, it wasn't that the whole trip was, I was met with just blank faces. It wasn't like that, but and so I, I get back in the U.S. and I'm, and I'm just sort of confronted with with life again. And I, I just haven't really quite gotten my, my juju back. I haven't, um, you know, so to be met with, 
you know, also having dealing with this situation with somebody in my circle that I probably will never have talks with in this lifetime ever. I don't, I don't anticipate that I will ever, um, speak to this person again. And, you know, and I was, I was actually in my car and I was thinking about it with people. And it's, it's, you know, it's like, I don't really hold any ills, you know, it's not even really about forgiveness on my part. It is very much on their part, um, that it would require for them to forgive me, um, in order for us to continue our relationship because I behave so appallingly to them, um, which, I guess I have sinned by omission, but I set a boundary that they didn't like. That I don't align with people who have their ideology. I just don't. It has become so enmeshed with, you know, I I use this term and I'm not really sure if it's quite correct, but like being a Nazi I'm not really sure exactly what all all of all of Hitler's beliefs were, but uh it just seems kind of apropos to me. Like it just sounds very I mean, they've become incredibly militant. <clears throat> and I'm so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about this and you know, and they're not the only people that I wish to probably never talk to in this lifetime, never be I just don't ever wanna And I made it very clear to the people around me. I said, don't ever talk about them to me again. I never want to hear about them, ever. Um, And I don't wish them ill. I, you know, it's like, have your best life. I hope good things for you. But um, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the next life. And it's like, do I have to be around this person in the next life? Am I am I going to have to be around this person? And and other people in my life that I wish to never have any any I wish to never be around them. I don't wish them ill. I don't wish them harm. I hope that they go and have their best life, you know, be blessed, you know. I but I really don't ever want to hear from them again. I was like I never want to speak to them. Again, and in all of this, where does any of this fall in my bigger life mission? My bigger life mission being the idea of world peace. And I I suppose this is kind of part of that because I'm seeing the opposite all around me. Not only do I see it, I feel it. And so where does this all fit in? And I, and I, I just feel a bit like discombobulated and I, and I know that I'll get back. Um, I'm not quite back yet, but, but I will be. But I don't know where this fits into um, my belief system, <laughs> you know, of of 
my ministry, my ministry, supposedly my ministry of happiness. Like really, my goal is to be happy. Is to be a happy person. I want to be happy. I want to be joy filled. I want to, you know, and I know I can get back to that. I, I, I have spent so much time in my life recently where I'm happy a really good percentage of the time. And I don't even know that any of this like directly affects me. Um, but uh, I mean, the things that are going on in our country per se, like, like as I'm standing here, there are no laws where I live that are saying, you know, but I, I have this like overwhelming fear that there will be, that there will be, that there may, there may come a time where I may be somehow asked to or have the call to go on the front line of this thing. And I suppose, like, is this my country? Is this, is this, like, it doesn't, I don't, and I don't know, maybe it's been this way. There's been this undercurrent of this all along, but it just feels so emboldened. And it has felt that way ever since Trump has been in the picture. And I have to add something about that trip to Ohio. That he was asked about the regulations for the the railroad itself, something about the brake system. And Trump, like, enabled them to, to disregard a whole bunch of safety features when he was president. He signed some kind of law, you know, or undid a law. I don't know the specifics of it, but he was instrumental in the things that went wrong with that railroad and that accident. And when asked about it, he denied it. He full on lied. And I don't know if he's, he's lying by omission or commission. I don't know if he realizes that he's lying, but he, 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 he did. He had everything to do with it. Anyway, this is sort of an ominous um, podcast, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't done one of them like this in a long time. Just, um, I don't know what's what's actually... I don't know what's happening. But I'm just seeing things that are happening that I've never seen anything quite like it. Or maybe I just didn't know about it. I mean, we've had other catastrophes, you know, but and then I'm going to share one more thing and then I'm going to go. So when I was traveling, I was, you know, I'm always just really very contemplative and I'm in these lines and, and 
I'm walking through and I'm like, we, we have to take our shoes off. We have to do all of this stuff. And, and, and in order to get on the airplane, you got to go through the security. And I'm like, what is this about? I mean, we supposedly saw these airplanes go into the buildings and it, it, you know, I got some wonderment what happened there. I'm not sure if, if that went down at all, like they said it did. I'm just going to say that. I, I don't know. I mean, we saw something go into the buildings, but I mean, is it possible that they were drones? I mean, do we know? Do we know of anybody who actually died in the airplanes that went into those buildings? And and how would we know if, you know, how would we even know about that? Because everybody thinks it's somebody else, right? So how would we even know if, you know, if like maybe an empty airplane wasn't a drone, wasn't into the airplanes. I mean, it seems like we saw what we saw, but, and then immediately after that, the whole country was just set down, just shut down. I mean, we had TVs that we could watch and and we could sit there and watch just the imagery over and over and over again. And then the next thing you know, to get back to flying is just kind of miserable. And we are all treated as we're going through these lines like terrorists. We are suspected of being a terrorist. If you have a toothpaste that's too big. You can't talk, you can't. And the people who are working there in different places, some of them are, are seem decent, and then others of them seem really militant and really like to almost the point of meanness. But then like just taking your shoes off and everything and it's just sort of like, just reminding me of like weird like Nazi camps or something. I mean, it's just like this bizarre thing. And to what end? And when will it end? I guess never. This is the way travel is going to be. And then they're starting this thing in May where you have to have this secondary travel um in order to get on an airplane or you have to take your passport every time you go. And I don't, I don't know what that's about. I don't know why they're asking for that on your driver's license. I don't know. I don't know what that's about at all, but to what end? And then there was other like really weird things that happened, like where, there was face recognition. Um, like there was this one, I got on an airplane in Washington, D.C., and they did face recognition as I was getting on the airplane. 
how did they know my face? I guess from my the picture on my passport that I put in to the app for United. And then when I got to France, <clears throat> I had to do this other thing where they, you're like in these, it's almost like cattle, like animals, like, you know, not that animals aren't wonderful and, but, and valuable, but I mean, it was like, you, you put your passport on this thing and then you walk into this kind of like this cage and then either you get through the cage or you don't get through the cage. And it's like, what are they looking for? What what exactly are they looking for? <clears throat> so I'm just saying. And Abraham Hicks would say that you can have a completely different experience. And so like a lot of the time, I'm I'm not as in that zone where I'm paying attention just quite like that where I'm, you know, just enjoying, you know, the good part. Like, for example, the airplane that I was coming back from France was a really beautiful airplane. And the windows, it didn't have like those visors that you pull down. It it had a button where you could make it black out. You could like black it out or you could have it light it was like a transition window and I was blown away by the technology of that. It was just like the coolest thing. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> I appreciate y'all listening and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.